0: Welcome to the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, a Saturday afternoon, we're podcasting. What a 1st a bit late today. We're a bit late <laughs> we this week, can't we? Well, you know, this is this has always been on the horizon, one week where
1: we're both just slammed through the week. I mean, I was offshore Monday, Tuesday. You were tied up through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with various things. Last night, you were working, I think. So, yeah, this is finally our jobs and personal lives have just gotten the better of the podcast
0: i know yeah so it's been a, tur- a turbulent week on, on the waves for you and offshore and a um, turbulent week for me um i mean I'll, I'll i'll start i'll share i'll share my my uh my week with the listeners my because I, I don't think debbie minds me me telling. so obviously we we broke the news last week that debbie's pregnant so i'm gonna so obviously i'm gonna be a dad um and uh yeah so that's exciting times However, we, she had an issue. She was getting her norm, just normal flu jabs, and uh, she uh, she got a bit of pain in her chest, so she had to go to hospital, and uh, just as a precaution, because how many years ago did she she was doing the Balmoral Road Races? Uh, Would have been about three or four years ago now, Tom, I think. I, I must um, have been
1: 2014,
0: I guess. Yeah, that's right. So she was she was cycling to Balmoral from Aberdeen. Um and I was taking the bus and I wasn't gonna cycle before a race, but Debbie decided to. However, Debbie got knocked over on her bike um just at the Queen's Cross roundabout um and just basically T-boned her and she uh, she got quite a bad knee after that. But as a result of the the, sur- the surgery from her knee, um she got subsequent blood clots, uh, pulmonary embolisms uh, just throughout her lungs. So, so it was quite 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 serious, very serious. Um, yeah, very serious but but luckily you know she they found him early enough to for for it to be put onto the blood thinners and um and everything's okay now but yeah it was a bit of a that was a turbulent year that that year and uh, you know obviously she's come come back from it and she's fighting fit and she's you know in terms of performance she's doing well but there's always the the everlasting effects from the the blood clots and hitting being being obviously hit by a car and um, So this is why she was in the hospital, because there was the potential. When you become pregnant, you end up, there's increased blood volume, I believe. uh, So you're more prone to blood clots. And so she felt the pain, and uh, she was told to go to hospital. So she was only meant to be in a night. She was in for two nights, so it was uh, very little running for me. Um, But luckily, she's got the all clear. So everything's back on track, Tom. Um, that's great, and uh, yeah, back on track and ready, ready to fight the the next few months and uh, of of running and and getting ready for fatherhood. Absolutely, I
1: mean, <laughs> do you know what? I, I mean, that's you know we all get tied up in our goals, and you know you listen to me injured, crying like a baby the last few weeks, and that things like this just shows what's important in life, and it's quite right. You've your week, your running week's been shit, but. You've you've looked after your wife, and that is the main thing,
0: and your ne- and the new Kyle, the junior Kyle Gregg as well. Exactly. I mean, I, I didn't. Re- we didn't really share too much about uh, the the junior Kyle Gregg in there, or the junior Kylie Greg. We, we that's not <laughs> yeah. the names. By <laughs> <way>. <laughs> well, so well
1: actually, so you said it yourself, sharing is caring. So. So you're going to be a dad. This is How are you feeling? I mean, and also, how is this going to affect the old uh, the UTMB prep for August?
0: Well, that's, I mean, the, the, the first thing you, you you do is you don't think about, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh I'm going to, we're, we're pregnant. Well, not we're pregnant. <laughs> Debbie's pregnant. <laughs> and, you know, the, immediately it wasn't like, oh, no, the UTMB, oh, no, no. <laughs> I think I would have got a slap if that was the case. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, yeah, when we found out it was December, but obviously you, you don't really want to tell people um officially until you get the scan and everything's all all good um so so yeah so we just yeah we haven't really announced it on social media we've just kind of been telling close people and if people uh, and it was a good test to see how many people listened to the end (laughs) (laughs) only got one person congratulating me (laughs) ah rubbish rubbish. there There was a load of people there was a load of people so that's it's always humbling to hear that people listen to the very end so we, we try and make this the news items as as interesting as possible all the way from the start to the finish, eh, Tom?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Anyway, oh, you told me you told me in fee a few weeks ago, and then when we were out, and I'd, we podcasted together in Afford yeah. two, three weeks ago, and I was wondering whether you were going to say something. We talked about
0: a baby at some point, or, or kids, and I was like, <laughs> just like, don't say it, don't say it. I'm, I'm sure you're about to say something, and you're like, you could see your face, and you're like, oh, that was a close one. Luckily they're not pre, they're, they're pre-recorded episodes at the moment, so. Uh, but no, he didn't. Yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> but, but I tell yeah. you what,
1: so a listener, so one of our listeners, Andrew Thompson. Well, I think he listens, and if he doesn't, he's not. But he needs to watch out because uh, you are coming for his buggy record.
0: Oh, has he got a buggy record? is
1: he? Well, I think I think he's got the the buggy record at the um, at the at the beach.
0: Oh wow! I think, I, is that a parkrun buggy record?
1: It is, yeah. Well, I think no, apart from Beach Aberdeen Beach Park when I think he's the, from what I understand, I think he's been the as quick as anyone with a buggy. So that'll be the the Kyle Gregg challenge.
0: I've got a few friends who who are the uh, you know, go to the park runs with their buggies. So uh, a couple of the Brewdog guys actually. Um, oh yeah. Fra- Fraser Gormley, he's he's got twins. Um, now he gave me a really good tip. So obviously it's he's a bit of a dis- disadvantage because he's got two. Two kids, so he's got Mm -hmm. to push double the weight, I suppose. Um but one thing I'm gonna be telling the kid, he or she or whatever it's gonna be to do when it's gonna be running in the well, when I'm running with it in the buggy, point point your toes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, thank you for that Fraser and yeah, Fraser's doing pretty well. I think he's doing about what I think he's twenty two minutes for the five K but uh, I think he's got a someone else who's in the buggy as well, and uh, okay. uh, Martin Dickey as well. Uh, so he's the, the one, of the co-founders of Brew Dogs. So he's also got a a, a buggy, um, a running nice. buggy. So I've been getting some tips off of them, which is which is always good. Uh, so yeah. And well, this is we're going to do
1: some this week. We're actually going to start some some. Uh, kit reviews and you're going to kick that off this week but that's going to be fantastic and you in the over the summer you're going to be able to give us some some new kit reviews
0: you know what is the racing buggy of choice exactly yeah well th- this is i don't know yet so we went to john lewis last weekend and we we're like right let's go and because if you go to john lewis you can test out the buggies and uh, do you know back in our day when we were babies tom you had a pram or you had a buggy that was it and you had a car seat yeah you know you, you can get yeah, buggies yeah that was it yeah buggies that can be a pram they can be a bug it can be a buggy obviously and they can be a car seat it's incredible and they can be mountain buggies they can be road buggies they can just be a normal buggy <sighs> so we went in the John Lewis thinking well we will know exactly what buggy we want we'll get a running buggy um so we went in and we thought right we will be in here for half an hour We're in there for an hour and a half chatting to the, the very very good very very knowledgeable about like, buggies but they never actually had a running buggy in at the time, so we never got okay. to run about the, the store with one. So that was annoying. Um, but, yeah, if anyone's got any recommendations on, on fast, uh, not any type of buggy, it's got to be a fast buggy. Uh, uh, the fastest running buggy you can get out there. Let me okay. know what it is because I'm, I'm yes. trying to look for it. And my mum's yeah, willing to pay for the buggy, so it doesn't matter how Whoa. much it is. <laughs> right, listeners, there's your challenge. There you go. Give us that news. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think your, your original question was, "How am I going to train for the UTMB?" Yes. Good, fantastic question. Now, I, I don't know the answer. <laughs> I've got, I've got to say, because I think obviously Debbie might be a bit later in, so she's due in the 18th of July, so she might be due a little bit later. She might, she might, um, you know, obviously she might come earlier. Who knows? We don't know. But I think for me, the main thing will just be to try and build up to july with lots of training get the volume in get the speed yeah. work in trying obviously i don't want to peak in july but um so once obviously the baby's due it'll just be a case of hopefully a good couple of weeks of hard training but the moment the baby arrives it's all about the baby you know so uh yeah of course yeah you know, we can't i can't i've got to kind of park running to the side and try and fit it in wherever i can so yeah um so yeah, we'll, we'll just see what happens, I suppose. Um, Absolutely. I think it'll be 4am treadmill runs. I think.
1: <laughs> well, there, well, listeners, there, there's an incentive to keep listening. We're gonna have you're gonna be able to document. We're gonna be documenting Kyle's progress through his journey to and into fatherhood with a late, with a race <laughs> looming. I mean, that's uh, what's not interesting about that?
0: I know it's gonna like I I, I was even thinking this is bad timing, you know? I mean when you. Uh, when you plan for a baby, you just you're not going to go. oh, We can't have a baby. You've got UTMP. I'd say that's probably not not cool. Eh? But
1: I, you know, you you're not the first, and you won't be the last uh, man or woman to train for. A bit. I mean, look at Jasmine Paris. We talked about her. Exactly. Was the inspiration for you, you know.
0: I mean, was she was, was she not um, she, she was wasn't, 14 months postpartum, yeah. Exactly, and she's smashing it up. She's breaking records. And, yeah. I mean, it's not just a, a shitty little 10k she's running. She's running 268 miles, and she's unbelievable. Um, uh, and then she's feeding her kid as well, you know, in oh, checkpoints. Like, holy incredible. moly, crazy, absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's exciting times, Tom. Very um, exciting times. Uh, yeah. Just thinking, of anything else baby related? So, obviously we're having a beer just now, Tom. Obviously we are, yeah. Baby can't be drinking just now, which is a, a bit of a shame. Uh, so I'm, so I've been having. She's, I think she's, I think she's doing a little gentle cycle in the garage. So I've, I've sneaked out, okay. sneaked a red wine. Oh, very nice. So don't tell her, okay? I won't. Don't tell her. Um, in fact, we're on, we're live, <laughs> we're on five on li- live on the booze. <laughs> okay, so we're we're back again. Apologies for that. We we took a short break. Tom's got some work calls, and uh, he he was telling people to pull pipes out of the ground. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we're back on track we're rambling a bit there, I was rambling a bit as always, and actually, I
1: if- I I think you're being harsh, That's I think that was good, that's not rambling, it's interesting it's, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> rambling is when it's not interesting, so that is good there
0: <laughs> well I hope it's entertaining for the listeners uh, out there, but yeah anyway, I, 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 I can't actually remember what we're talking about we well, were do, talking well, about buggies we well, were
1: talking about buggies and running, so moving on from that tell us about your training week then you're, you're,
0: you're not daddy yet, so how is well, it that, going? That, that's it, yeah. Um, well, I tell you what, like I'm gonna go from today because I've had a crap day, Tom. So I ended up. Uh, the idea was to go out for and do sixty-five k, uh, just at kind of like hundred k pace, around about that that pace. But as 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 everyone knows at the moment, the the weather out there is not not the greatest for for doing any fast paced runs or or even easier run easier runs. Um, it's just windy as hell. Uh, oh, Storm Eric, I believe. Storm, Storm Eric. So There's me rocking, rocking Storm Eric or thinking I can beat him. <laughs> nah, he beat me today. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked my ass. Oh so I ended up starting from a boy. The idea was to run all the way along the D-side line and back and then bit running along towards Aberdeen's got a bit of a tailwind. Um, but I didn't really feel the tailwind initially. And then when I tur- I. I I pissed around in Port Hark and all that kind of areas and went on the road for a bit and just just kind of did a bit of running up around there and, and I thought, right, I'll start turning back now. So I ended up finding a, another way back to Erboin because the D-side line was quite icy. So I was, I mean, it was okay in some parts, but I just didn't want to chance it and I already, already had a little slip earlier eh, on it and it, it was okay. I just It just kind of panicked me a bit because my hip's still a little bit... Mm. It's still not a hundred percent. So I ended up running back on the on the road towards the boyne. the fucking wind just blew me apart. It just ripped me, ripped me apart. And then not only did that happen, Tom, right? So I'm I'm running past this house. The recycling bin, this wheelie bin, falls over. Literally the time I ran past it, and all the rubbish, all the all the cartons and all the paper flew into my face. All the cardboard flew oh, right. It was, no. it was like, it was, like it, it was it was staged. You know the wheelie bins were <laughs> ch- trying to attack me. Not even the, not Storm Eric, Storm Eric and friends. The wheelie bins <laughs> kicking my ass too. Oh, so dear. I wasn't I wasn't in the greatest of moods. So I ended up doing about 22 miles, and I, I was like sack this. I feel like shite. I'm I'm just not feeling it today. I've had a, a bit of a crazy week, so. Back on it tomorrow, Tom, and uh I'm I'm sitting on a spiky ball as we speak, trying to good. loosen the, the good old glute the glute mead. Um, sensible doing my doing my exercises as per per JC physio runs require um uh instructions. So good. So yes. You know, that...
1: So if it makes you feel any better, I'm gonna pass regurgitate some of your advice before, you know, saying it's you've been out, you got some you've said to the listeners and said to me in the past, you've got some good out of it. It's Part of the process, and you know that's uh, what you didn't say to the listeners is you've dealt, you've decided not to run Carnethy five today. So you know you've gotten. Had you been running that, you wouldn't have had a twenty-two miler So there's, you know, there are.
0: There's good show, in it. There's always good bag. in everything, isn't there? Yeah, in I was way. disappointed to miss Carnethy. Um, I was going to go down, but an email came out last night saying they might cancel the race if they don't get the marquees up. And um, <laughs> so I was just, I was just like, I don't want to go all the way down to Edinburgh after a shitty week. And uh, and have to you know have to come back again yeah, and miss a long right. run a proper especially when the 100k champs is next week ne- no not next week oh god if it was next week I wouldn't be doing a 60k run that's for sure a 60k uh, next month next so month, yeah. uh, so yes yeah, so it was a it was a little bit disappointing missing that um but hey uh, I I did a long run I did a longest run today yeah. so if my legs okay tomorrow I might. I think what I'll do is I'll probably just jump on the treadmill and, and just do some mind numbing running on the treadmill. And oh. I think it's character building though, Tom, isn't it? I mean, you'll it know is. all about you, you'll know all about character <laughs> building. So let's yeah. let's bring let's bring it to you now, right? So how's how's everything going with you then? Are you so, are you is your is that frown going turning upside, upside. down yet? Or?
1: It is you know I'm in a much better place. So I if I sort of talk through my week running and other stuff. So I was offshore. Monday, Tuesday, uh, and that meant I didn't, there was actually, well, I wasn't planning to run, but we, when did we last podcast? It's a big gap. It was, it was like, last
0: week, so we. one thing we, we've always done is we've always had a show, okay, I missed one of them, but I was still on that podcast. Were, exactly. Um, exactly. We, we've always managed to have a podcast, almost a year now, 40, well, not almost, 41 episodes, 41 so weeks, another yeah. 10, another 11 weeks, In and it's going to be a we're gonna to have to it's gonna be a big one eh? first, oh, uh, first it, actually, rest, we maybe? should
1: we should think about what our plans are for that but anyway yeah. so i so yeah we podcasting. i think it was wednesday last week so it's like 10 days ago now so i i didn't do much running the rest of that week um i saw james he gave me the green light to go back to like three by a k with a minute like rut jogging with a minute rest so i did that and it was it was okay and i saw him again this week and he's really one thing he's saying is my glutes i'm quite quad dominant so he really wants me to get my glutes engaged and so I'm doing a little of exercise with the band, one of which I'm, I'm stood up, kind of on a single leg, half squat, and then I'm moving my other leg out with the band on it, a bit of resistance, and I can feel the glute, so it's good. Anyway, so I did a couple of runs this week, which were three by a K, uh, four by a K I got up to, actually, when I was offshore, I used the treadmill, um, oh. which was uh, Is a... Bit so- rocky. No, well, this is a fixed platform uh, i look after. So it's, oh, you, uh, you've
0: got the, the fancy platforms, do well, you?
1: <laughs> well, actually, what's quite funny is the, I actually put a safety card in because you know, we talk about health and safety on the rig, and I uh, thought so, this treadmill is in a tiny room, which the mill fits in itself, and it's right up against the wall. So if you were to come off the back of it, there's nowhere for you to go. Like, it's, oh. it's uh, straight in the butt. Anyway, that's...
0: Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a regular, I think there's a standardised um, distance behind the treadmill. I think it should there? be two, me- two metres.
1: Oh, yes. Give me the Somebody. number. I'm going to the,
0: I've, I've got the quote, so I'll send oh, it away.
1: That, that will back up my set. Say- because the thing is, we're really, you know, offshore, we're so hot on safety regulations, quite rightly, you know, and, and safety stats. And actually, and I was in the gym, and A, you've got some serious iron being lifted by some of these boys offshore. So Tommy cruises into the gym, stick legs, Tommy. stick arms. Actually, I say that. One of my quads is bloody enormous. So like, <laughs> the one other is way
0: oh is that, yeah, that the something. the one that you've been working hard on
1: Aye, right, exactly so i went in the gym all these beefcakes in there and the treadmill is like just rammed in a corner and because these lads are all they're all lifting it's like hey bro do you even lift that's sort of, <laughs> <laughs> the environment so anyway i did i did i ran on the treadmill but it's, anyway, i'm drifting I'm, I'm rambling
0: no it's where's okay them, I'm the i haven't got a yet don't worry <laughs> anyway on.
1: so i got a run on the treadmill fine uh four by a k and felt alright and I'm doing these exercises long and short it was, uh I got a green light to go for a continuous run yesterday Friday, which I did, four and a half miles and I went out, I, what was really good about it, I went out with one of our good mates, Chris Richardson, so shout out to Rico and it's the first time in like four weeks I've gone out for a run with any of the boys of it. alright, you know it's just like, it was great, it's great just to get back out, so did that, felt the knee felt okay, so James had said right, next step, let's see if we can introduce some some pace, so today actually was really good, I went out and did I only ran uh, six miles, but I did 2k during the run at six minute miling. So, starting to turn the legs a bit more. And, nice. Uh, yeah, bear in mind, six minute miling is, is a fair bit, is a, you know, 10, 15 seconds off what my marathon pace was. I was breathing up my arse. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> breathing. So
0: You should uh, have had a heart rate monitor on so we could just go look at the state of that. Jeez. Oh,
1: so, anyway, I did. Anyway, but it was good to get back turning it. And the knees, it's, it's still niggling, but. It's good. That's four days on the bounce i have run much better, so I'm feeling in a much better place. And now I've kind of gotten into that place of I'm not I'm not going to PB in Boston. I'm not going in there with a big plan to sneak under 230. I've I've accepted that now. And actually, I'm quite excited just to go over and say right, right, right now. How fit can I get in eight weeks? And just I love, and that's, I love it. That's... And that's that's the plan now. It's so it's basically listeners. It's make place your bets. How, how fit can I get now in eight <laughs> weeks before the race? And if it's going to be... You know, if it's if it's a dream case and I can get into like a 235, great. If I'm going over and I'm running 240, 245, 250, whatever, so be it. It's the Boston Marathon. It'll be a great uh, a great race to run. So that's where I'm at. I'm hoping next week to get a bit more continuous running. And yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get back over the next two, three weeks. I'm, I need to walk before I can run, but hopefully in the next two, three weeks I might get... A long one in, and by long you know what I'm talking about, eighteen plus.
0: Yeah. I see uh, I see you put up a wee Instagram post, a wee uh, inspirational. Yeah. What's the story there? Posit-
1: pos- positive, that's positivity. You've got to share the positivity. And I, I love it. Look at I you a wee a...
0: dancing man emoji.
1: Oh and also I gave it a wee hashtag tartan running shorts. Right? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and <laughs> and
0: when, five
1: shorts on Instagram. when I when I selected hashtag tartan running shorts as a Hashtag. It says used ten times before. <laughs> no, but I don't know who's using it. It's not me, so I should probably check. I think, I, uh, I, think I maybe
0: used it once. Okay, cool. Once.
1: That's cool. Uh, so um. But then you know
0: tartan running shorts have been around around for a while. You know somebody who's wearing a figure true, might yeah. have just hashtagged it. You know. Aye, maybe. It's so, good. It's good to hear that uh, it's getting used. Um, but yeah, I like the wee dancing emoji um, yeah, Dave's yeah, days running on the bounce as, the tra- as you say
1: the John Travolta, yeah, so that's good we're back
0: six well, weeks I, six weeks has been, eh, holy moly I
1: know, do you know, that's, it's just time that's the thing, maybe it's because we're getting old now time flies yeah.
0: like, I, lo- I, lo- I love the bit you say at Boston Marathon, whisper I'm still coming for you <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I I'm gonna go back to place your bets on who's gonna beat, who's gonna win. Fiona, or Tommy, Tommy. Oh, who's it gonna be? Don't say that. And I know. But now, nah, hey Tom, you're gonna be back. You 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 are gonna be back, fighting fit. You've got eight weeks. Hopefully everything goes well, and you'll be uh, You'll just have to do what you can do, and then just see. Absolutely. You never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened.
1: But also, what what it's meant is, what is quite nice actually. You know, as runners, you're always so competitive, and I. But I'm now, I'm so, so much more keen for Fiona to have a, a good run in Boston. And, you know, I would, right now, if someone said, you're going to have an absolute nightmare in Boston, but Fiona will run the race for life, I would take that instantly. Oh, like, I uh, you know, that. like that. Your,
0: you're giving up your performance for your well, life. I'm just that's, like, because... That's yeah, what it's all about.
1: Well, the thing is, because I know it's, and I guess that's the, when you two of you are both teetering, it's a bit difficult. Because I'm kind of accepted now, I'll be where I'll be, whatever... Uh, it's uh, it means we're all behind her, which is good. So, and I think she's going to run well. So,
0: I think so. I saw she did a great a cracking wee uh, run on the during the week. So, um, if you visit, Debbie in, on on the Wednesday, and she kept it on the download. That she 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 didn't really say. Oh was, was just doing a wee forty mile run. it was like sub six minutes for the the ten miles. So I was like, yeah, oh, I was like, holy moly. She's on fire. She's
1: yeah, back. so she's yeah, she's she so we'll see some. She she actually was in her spikes this morning, but across country. So the national coming up. So um, yeah, that's the the yeah. way it's going. So no, it's uh, it's it's positive anyway. That's that's the main thing. So um, yeah, and actually we talk about races coming up. National is not far away. We've got uh, and then yeah, we're staring down the gun at your hundred k, which uh, we've, which you've got a very exciting announcement to make.
0: I have, yeah. Well, I, I, I suppose I've been—I've been mentioned. I've been doing it, but I've—I've I've been officially um, notified that I've been picked for the team for the for the Scottish team for the British hundred-kilometer championships in on the 24th of March in Perth. Congratulations. Not, a, not thank you. Not Australia, Scotland, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no, but <laughs> Bugger, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Scottish athletics, so uh, I don't think they'd be willing to fund a team, a team at <laughs> eleven in Australia. But you never, you never know. There isn't wow. any, there isn't that many hundred k races. But uh, yeah, I think there's only, I think there's only two road road ones in in the in the UK. Um, so yeah, so it'll be quite exciting to see what I can run a hundred k on the road. Like I mentioned before, it's um, but it also makes it it's quite exciting to to be running as a team as well. I think we've got a really good team. Yeah. So um, who's in the team? Well, yeah, there's a couple of cracking runners in it. Um, so we've got uh, we've got we've got Alistair Higgins, we've got Dave Ward, we've got Rob Turner, um, and we've got James Stewart as well. So yeah, nice. really a really so good I'm, senior men's I'm, team.
1: I'm aware of Rob Turner. We know Rob's a GB vest, and Rob is a a big uh, a job. Rob's a listener to the show, which uh which is great. And I know Dave Ward. He's HBT. I know I've had a few tussles with him on the shorter stuff before. I don't know Stephen Higgins. Sorry, Alistair Higgins. Alistair Higgins, make your pardon.
0: So Alistair lives in um he's a Scottish guy I believe and he's he lives in Ireland, in Dublin Dublin Bay he lives in at the moment, but he's obviously got uh, links to um the Scot Scotland so okay. I haven't met him but yeah, looking forward to meeting everyone and it's just awesome. quite nice to you know a a lot of a lot of doing, you know, these big big races it's very much individual but to actually have it oh, as they, a as a team event's really exciting. That's brilliant, um,
1: and also you get some of that tasty Joma Scotland kit as well.
0: Oh, we got. Do you know what? Like I must say, Scottish Athletics have been fantastic. With and I, I must uh, also pass the congratulations on the team. Man, obviously we've got Adrian Stott, who was one of the selectors, Mark Pollard, and um but the team managers on the day is going to be Debbie Martin, Consani, and Val McCon. Oh, cool. Um, so they've been. They've been great at communicating. We've set up a wee WhatsApp WhatsApp group. We can organise a couple of you? runs and what yeah, do it's, it's, for new uh, friends. I've new got friends? some new friends, Tom. It's, it's quite nice. To... And who's and who's in the women's team? So in the women's team, we've got Sophie Mullins, um, and she's been on the on the podcast before, I believe, from Five AC. Also from Fife AC yep. is Morgan Windrum, and Lynn Hi. Allen, Joanna Murphy, Murphy, and uh, that's it. Yeah, four in the team. So cool. Joanna's. Carnegie Harriers, I'm not sure what club Lynn Allen's with she might be with Carnegie but apologies that I'm not too sure so yeah it's good, it's lining up to be quite an exciting an exciting race and yeah, that's, I think that's all the really teams cool. have been announced and uh, the English team's been announced there's a couple of fast guys there uh, a couple of 222 guys, and um, uh, one guy a, a guy called Jonathan Barnes actually he's um he, he was second in the fifty K I think they had like a, a trial race for it. Um and okay. he was second in that and quite a quick shifty time as well. So I it'll be it'll be good. But the thing I'm 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 I say I'm not looking forward to I'm not worried about but I'm I'm it's gonna be interesting is it's only a it's only like a two point three K lap.
1: Two point three k, yeah. Wow, so that's what fifty so times. Yes. So I don't know, be no, it's
0: fifty a, times. A, yeah, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah,
1: that, so I don't 40, know how that's forty
0: times. Sorry, yeah. I don't know how that's gonna go.
1: That's uh, yeah. Blame me. That'll be it's a hundred k world champs, right? Yeah, forty times. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of laps.
0: It's not the world champs, Tom. It's just the British champs.
1: British champs, sorry, but yeah, but you know what? That's uh Laps could be quite good, but what you need to be careful is you keep an eye on if you're after position towards the latter stages, where
0: what lap everyone's on. I know. I mean, I can't count for to ten in normal, you know, normally. So I don't know how the hell I'm going to do it. I think yeah. I, I don't know how it'll work. I'm sure there's going to be officials out there who will tell you how many laps you've done, sure. how many laps you've got left, and what not. Plus,
1: your watch, your watch will be within the axis of two and a half k. So do you know what I mean? If you cross, if you're approaching the end of the lap and it says 99.8k, you're approaching the finish. Yeah.
0: You know, be, unless unless uh, you're you know it's a, it's a lap like Duffy Park, you know.
1: Aye, uh, that's true. Yeah.
0: But I, yeah. I don't know. Like one of the of things I'm not looking for. It's like what pace do, do I go out in? Like so I've been trying to do my training, and I've been like right. Uh, so I went out for that 50k, and I, I think it was like 6:14. Now. I'm, there's no way i'm going to run a 614 per mile in that race no i, I don't think i will anyway you know but um i mean I, I i could i could try and then i'll completely i mean i'll end up bonking but you've got nowhere to hide when you bonk yeah <laughs> people are going, to laps, yeah. going jesus look at this guy go God, what about, like, why, why you do you like run the, the 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 world's way 80 miler again oh dear Oh my and that's goodness. a lot.
1: That's a lot of laps to get lapped on. What about um? What about going for something a bit more conservative and trying to either you know finish strong
0: or race it? I, I think I'm going to race it because it's. Nice. A, I think it's a, it's about race. no no point go. I mean, it, there's there isn't a hundred k world champs this year, but there's I think there's every two years there's one. I believe I'm not not hundred percent sure on that. Um. So uh, in terms of Getting, i think it would be nice to get a good time and see how what i can do for 100k but at the end of the day you know like you, you do want to win the race and if it means going out in a group who are, who are going well rather than push ahead and only be half a lap ahead and not work together then it might go go it might not go in my favor you know so mm-hmm. it's going to be yeah, it'll be exciting but i tell you that this i was going back to the kit so we got our kit last week or this week actually and it's Oh, it's amazing! It's uh, it's really good quality. I'm, I'm and I, very, very impressed.
1: I'd never heard of Joe until Scotland announced that they were using them last year. I think it was I don't know when it was through the summer last year, and when Fiona ran at the Commonwealth Half Champs in Cardiff, they she got all that kit. And yeah, I I mean it's it's a brand that's never come on my radar, but clearly make quality kit.
0: Yeah, I mean like we what did we get? We got a pair of tights and oh, they've got nice wee uh, reflective reflective bits on the side it's it's very it's, it's very good. It looks really good, very yeah, nice yeah. and tight. I got small, um, I got small, so I think my legs are getting a bit chunky, Tom, but
1: they fit nice. <laughs> they're,
0: they're fairly snug, that's for sure. Um, and I got a pair of medium short, medium running shorts. I was gonna go for the smalls, but after my recent ex, my my uh, historic exploits and in, in running with tartan running shorts. And things falling out, I decided to feel safe <laughs> for the future. <gym>. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh,
1: a, yeah, you can't, you can't be flashing at that sort of event. They'll haul you off the course. Oh, exactly.
0: I get disqualified. Um, and then a uh, base layer. It's got some, you know, the finger holes you get.
1: Oh yeah, the thumb and, um, hole, yeah, oh, yeah, thumb, yeah,
0: cool. Thumb holes. Wow. You know, a, wee, a wee waterproof jacket. So. Ooh, God, yeah, it was nice. like Christmas all over again.
1: Nice. Very I, good.
0: So it it does, yeah, it's just inspiring. So the other thing, I'm going to ask you this question while I'm on the podcast. What am I going to wear in my hoofs, Tom?
1: I would wear... I would wear your sort of... I mean, I've never run beyond a marathon, but do you know what I think you should wear? You should wear a pair of Vaporflies.
0: I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were
1: going to say... What what size are you? Could you squeeze in a pair of 9 and a halfs?
0: Yeah, if they're yours, uh, I would be able (laughs) Thing I is, mean, that if I that's one that's one out in there, that's them gone. One one in one brain.
1: they'll survive more than that. I yeah. actually I think your zoom flies might not be a bad option.
0: Well I wore them today but um, yeah, they didn't help, did they? Hmm.
1: That or you go for something I think you want some cushion for hundred K.
0: The vapor flies do have a bit of cushion in them, don't they? You know Well
1: I did a woman not win the I okay, this is poor research, but I'm pretty sure the woman there was a woman who set a course record at the Western States Hundred last year, or a hundred miler on the west coast of the states, in a pair of Vaporflies.
0: Is that Courtney Dewalter? Like Camille Camille Heron? one of them, I believe. Well, he's sure. typing it in. You <laughs> can hear that.
1: <laughs> you can hear the keyboard going. <laughs> uh, who, who was it? I'm not sure. I'll need to. I'll find out for next week. But I think. Uh, I don't think it's not. I don't think it would be a bad shout. Oh, I mean, we should get. What we need to do is get some one of the someone from something Run for It on, have a chat, an open chat with you. Get a big Will Stewart on to tell you what what to wear. We uh,
0: we, we have got a lineup with with Lucy, one of the Run for It managers. Um, she's going to come on the show at some point, so I'll be in contact with her at some point and yeah, get her on the show.
1: So this is here we go. So, Lucy, as a test of whether you're listening before a show, if you are listening to the show give us a shout and let us know what shoes Cal should wear for 100k on the roads.
0: Thank you, and any other listeners who've got expertise, let me know. Exactly. Right. So
1: anyway, that's exciting, not long away.
0: Not at all, no, I mean that's the 9th of February now and the, the race is in, what, six weeks? Is that right? Seven, uh, six, six weeks.
1: Yeah, I guess if it's when are you, first weekend of March, isn't it? Or second yeah. weekend of March, yeah.
0: Well, it's the 24th, so it'll be the, the last weekend in the second, third weekend in March. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, speak,
1: <Okay. laughs> great chat. Speaking of your races, by the way, this is another, this is moving away from interesting to listen, just being our chat, but I was out for a run the other night. I did the Metro entries for the National this week. I was out running, and I thought, because I've got a form which the members fill on, the lads fill online to choose what races they're doing. I was out running, and I thought to myself, shit, I don't think I've entered Kyle for the race. I was like, you never emailed me, but in your oh, defence, but in your defense, I can't pretend not to know about it because you've talked about <laughs> it so often on the podcast. Uh, so I was out for a run, and I cut short, I ran home to, te- t- while I was like, saying it over and over in my head to make sure I didn't forget going, enter Kyle for <laughs> straight in the front door, got my phone out, Emailed our secretary saying you need to add Kyle Gregg to the entry list for the national <laughs> on the day the entries closed and then went back out to finish my
0: run. So hopefully oh, you're on am start list. Tom, that's that's like that's that's heartwarming that.
1: Well, yeah, you. See, I would have looked like a mug if 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 one of our best, if not our well, what
0: you know, our 80. Nah, no anymore, Tom. You don't need to say big, I'm not. It's okay.
1: Well, we, we got big striking.
0: <laughs> Russell is stracking, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait until he's um, back in the wrestlers though
1: exactly
0: I'll, do, I'll get back in my I'll get back in my throne
1: so speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the Nationals I think that's a pretty good uh, segue into the National Masters which was this weekend um, if we start with that was in Hoyk if we start with the women's results just to round up on there the first three women so Leslie Chisholm won so she is the the Masters cross country champion for 2019 Leslie runs for Garscube. Cube second place was Charlotte Morgan Carneti Hill Racing so we talked about her in the past third Carl Parsons of Dundee Hawks and uh, they were all V4 F40 and I'm just going to give a shout out to fourth place Ronnie Oldham who is a uh, uh, ABNAC, she was fourth overall but also first uh, 50 uh, year old athlete so that turns the team prizes into a Dundee Hawks win with Carl Parsons, Jennifer Learmouth and Diane Placentino uh, taking the title Second place, HBT, Megan Wright, Claire Ward and Ailey McKenney. And in third place, Gala Harriers with Jennifer Forbes, Julia Johnson and Gillian Duncan rounding out that.
0: Fantastic. Oh, Brilliant. Good results. On, on the men's, men's side, oh, you got them, have you? Go I've for got it. them up, yeah. So we had Scott Bremner, Bremer, I think it is, um, from Central AC. He was the winner. Scottish champion. He's also an M45. Uh, I remember he was in these district cross country championships and he went off like a rocket. And I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> so he's obviously he's a he, he, you know no no disrespect to Scott. He, he's he's you know a bit of, bit grey hair and top. So I was like, wow, he's fairly shifting this guy. So yeah, well done, Scott. Amazing result um, to beat Graham Murdoch at Gala Harriers, who's an M40 and Three seconds in it, so it must have been a bit of a sprint finish at the end. Mm. Oof, that would have been a good race to watch. It
1: would have been
0: great. And yeah. then in third place was Jeffro Lennox of the Shettleston, who was the past winner the last couple of years. Um and he's yeah, it's still going really well. So he was third in twenty eight fourteen. So there you go, Tom. That's the, the top guys. And then I mean we could we could go we could go on about some of the other race winners, uh, you know, in all the different age categories. One that I want to highlight is Colin Donnelly, who's an M55. He was 15th in the race. Canvas Lang, uh, he's you know a fantastic hill runner. Like back in the day, he was the top guy, not only in hill running but cross country, you know cross country events as well. So yeah, good to see Colin Donnelly still running well and you know as he's getting a, a little bit older. So yeah, well done, good result.
1: On the men's team prize, it was Campus lying for the win with Ben Huckins, Ian Reid, Kenneth Campbell, Justin Carter. Second place, Shelton Harriers with Jethro Lennox, Paul Sorey, who obviously made the start this time. Kenny Richmond, call. John uh, Conaghan, and Kostorfin, who were in third with Malcolm Lang, Maury Anderson, Ross Milne and Keith Ovenston. One thing on the nationals, the Masters, Kyle. I knew this before, and I never really, I never really, I never really thought much about it, but. I noticed that the, m um, is it the what them seventies? They run with the women. What do you sorry. make of
0: that? One, sorry, Tom. Um, he's, he's blown kisses De- to his wife. Debbie just, uh, Debbie just got me with my red wine. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, she's like, uh, it's in juice. Uh, hate
1: <laughs>
0: she hates me. Oh. Aww you do <laughs> that's it that's, sorry what, what, what did you just say tom so
1: these so we've got i think it's the it's m65
0: over they run with the women yeah yeah i do, I, I do notice that yeah um now, I, what I do you think before. of that well I, I've, I've got to say when i if i'm running well if I'm, yeah if i'm running at 65 and i'm running with a woman i don't know i i mean hey we i think you know in 5, 10, 15, 20 years time, everyone will be running away. Everyone anyway, with all the. Mm. With, you not think with it, the quality and whatnot. You, but, so uh,
1: I actually I can't find the results because I'd be I'd love to know if the fastest guy in that race would have been last in the men's race.
0: Good, yeah, that's a good point. But is I think the are the distances the same though? I think they they are. Are they or are they different distances? good, good question. Well, so, we, well we'll know by the, the times well of, here we go winners. so the winner the winner yeah. of
1: the winner of the m65 was andrew mclinden hamilton harris so congratulations andrew he was 27:34. now if i look at the men's results the men's race was won in 28 minutes so yeah clearly they're running a shorter distance so that that'll be why then yeah. <laughs> so that's my question <laughs> answered
0: right so it's based on Moving the but, yeah, I mean, that's a good point, though. I mean, do you, you know, should the distance be reduced for as you get older? You know, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how it feels to be 70, but, you know, for the extra, how many, you know, how many miles? How many miles is the the feet men's race? So that's about I, five miles? I don't know. Well, yeah, they're running 28 like, minutes. So, yeah, so yeah. let's say five miles if it's a bad day. Eight uh, day, uh, yeah. 8K, and then for the women, 4 miles, maybe?
1: Oh, they were 25 minutes, Leslie, yeah. for let's the say four, yeah, miles. 4 miles,
0: so an extra mile. Come on. 6.5K. What's interesting, I, I, so... I think I think anyone can do an extra... If you can do 4 miles cross-country, then surely you can do an extra mile, because you're not going to be running as yeah. fast.
1: So Andrew, who won the... Andrew Mclendon who won the M65, he would have placed in the women's race 4th. Oh, really? So 3rd thir- so place... Carol Parsons 25.56, fourth place. Veronique Golden 27.02. So, I, I, you know, I'm not. I'm just going on photos that I've seen on the day. And if any listeners know who've been to the Masters, let us know. But that would, based on those times,
0: he would have been fourth home.
1: Which what actually you the, could say maybe that's
0: better then. Yeah. So what about the last place?
1: So the la the slowest woman in that race was uh, 50.37, and the slowest M65 was 44.50. So, actually here's an interesting one so Andrew Linden who won it 2734 for four miles say you give him an extra mile call that um, probably about 35 40 minutes and in the men's race that would have placed him yeah within the within the field I guess the slowest man was 50 minutes so that would mean yeah I think the problem would be at the back would definitely be at the back of the field where it's you're asking guys to Potentially run for more than an hour, which is a long time at cross country in those conditions.
0: Yeah, but you at sign that up, you, you sign up to it though, don't you? I mean, it's like you know a marathon. You're, yeah. You, you regardless could, of the age, you're going to sign up to that distance. So if you're if the event is five miles, then you you, you don't have to sign up to it if you feel that you're not fit for
1: it. Yeah, but then that's not. You could argue that's not so inclusive. It's good to have. So if someone's 80 years old, they've got an option to run they can go and run the Masters because they know it's only 6K.
0: But then it doesn't appear to be inclusive if you're running with women. You're not running yeah. with the men. so Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. My... Yeah. my but, I don't know. So you've got that... Is it M70 plus... M, M65. M65 plus? You, yeah. Okay.
1: So basically if you're retired, you run with the women.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just...
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's,
0: it's, like, it's an, you know, I don't what, know much about it. To be honest, though, like why do why do the men and women run separately? You know, why, why do they why do they run separately? Can't they just run together?
1: But we we talked about a bit about this on the Christmas. That f- for example, if you think the national 10k champs, I think that would be fantastic to set the women off to have the women's race in our beforehand. I yeah. guess logistically, it's not possible. I think having end the, uh, the separate races is great because it creates it avoids the women's race being. Lost within the race. Okay, yeah, it may divided, not yield a, yeah, It yeah. may not. It may not yield as quick times, but as a race, it's better. Whereas, I think if we ever end up, I can't see us ever going to a mixed race at the national. Surely not, because yeah. that would be, yeah, it changes. It completely changes the women's race.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just, um, I just think men should, if you know, men should run. Oh, regardless of your age, you should, you should all run together.
1: But then you could argue to ask an 80-year-old to run the same distance as a 40-year-old is quite, that's double the distance, double the age. That's quite, uh,
0: that's quite an ask. But they're only doing a mile extra. It's not that True. much more really, is it?
1: You know? Unless, actually, what you could do is introduce the Masters short course champs.
0: Yes, yes. <sighs>
1: that, that could be an alternative. Well, to be honest, probably, I don't know if there's a problem. We're maybe we're, we're creating solutions to something that isn't really a problem. What would if be good it, is,
0: do you know what would be good, is finding out what M65 Plus is. Think, think about running should, uh, should have asked a mile... Him. A mile less than the the rest of the men. We should
1: have asked Graham Benison last week. He would have loved to answer that.
0: You would. Do you know, I tell you what, going to great. Every, some amazing reviews about his interview, by the way. It was a, an interest. It was a great insight into he's an, in, he's an incredibly
1: interesting guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, aye, good. good well done in getting him. What,
1: what I enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing about a sort of, a, you know, guy who's clearly a very talented runner, but ultimately he's, you know, he's a. He was a regular runner like the rest of us. So anyway, we're drifting. But anyway, so Masters, well done, Masters. Anyone who ran the Masters champs, let us know your your take on it. Have you enjoyed it? I I've never been to the Masters, so I can't. So everything is a um, couple of years you know, left. Tom so, well, well, at the moment, it's still eight seven years to go.
0: For for, for cross country, was it not? Did no, it not used to be n thirty five? It's I don't know. If it used country. to be it's definitely still forty. But I'm sure for the Masters, um, British International there's an M35.
1: Yes, there is. So actually, you might have a shot. That's where you need to get your finger. You, out you, you
0: had your wrist pal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Be, I can barely run twenty miles just now. Never mind wow. that. Oh. Anyway, okay. So where were we? We were so back. Result. We were chatting about results, weren't we? So no. what, else, what else did we have? We had the the Renfrewshire Road Relay Championships. Ah, yeah, it's we, road, Is the road really upon us now? Is the road, well, road season upon us now, is
1: it? Yeah, so that's it's an event I wasn't uh, you know so aware of. But when I look at the results, it's uh, sorry, Renfrewshire Road Race Champs. My bad, I've, I've auto-typed that wrong. So it's um, yeah, the it's a five-mile road race championships for Renfrewshire Championships, I guess. And it was uh, the men's race was won by Dougie Selman, Kestorfin in. 24-37, so that's, that's, quite
0: that's, a, that's quite a swift field, actually. That's,
1: it is, it's yeah. moving. S- second place, Stephen Trainer, 24-47, uh, Stephen Glen Park Harriers, and in third place, Jack Arnold, our man, who's also, congratulations, Jack, he's also become a, a dad recently.
0: He has, yes. In fact, Jack, if, I know you listen, I don't I actually don't know if you listen to all the episodes, but if you do, can you tell me what buggy you've got, I'll maybe just message you.
1: Jack, if you're interested on if you if you're a Twitter listener, get onto the, the Run Between Us, which Jack uh, is a, a, a group that Jack runs in Glasgow, is very interesting. So anyway, Jack was third in twenty five thirty from, and Jack is of course Bell. Houston Harriers?
0: What about the women? Where are they?
1: On the women, so uh, we were it was Gemma Rankin for the win, Kilbarkin A C in twenty seven forty eight. Second place, Elspeth Curran, Cobarkin on twenty eight fifteen, and in third place was. Katrina McDonald, Bella Houston Roadrunners in 29:45. So pretty, uh, pretty good fields throughout, and actually looks a very good race when you look at the results. There's 60 odd women running, and there were oof, 100 men. So it's a reasonable,
0: reasonable field. One of the other results we've got is the four for a half marathon, multi-terrain one. Now this might be a rant, Tom, but this event sells out in a flash. It does. Like, I don't even know why we've added it on. Because, I mean, yeah, okay, the people who get in, who get involved in it, that's great. But I would love to do this event just as something. Because it's one of those sort of times where you don't really get a trail race or something a little bit different. But, yeah, it fills up pretty quickly. Yeah, it does. I, I don't know how many spaces. There was 180 people who signed up. Yeah, I'm not sure how many spaces there were. But, but yeah, hey, anyway, my rant is – my rant is, you, you can. I think we've already had this rant, actually. So maybe I repeated myself here. Signing up to races, you know, and thinking that's going to be one of your 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 A goals, B goals, C goals, whatever it'll be. You you way to enter. You can't bloody enter the race because it's signed up.
1: And I agree with you, but what? So what is the solution to this problem?
0: I don't know. I probably just um. But then I, I would understand this. This event is going to attract the locals, so the locals will probably hear about it first because of word of mouth when the entries are open. But mm. like for folk you know further afield, maybe it's probably just social media presence really. But I don't know. Yeah, but I,
1: I think th- races are too easy to enter. It's so easy to go on the internet and enter. Now you remember, I remember when I was younger, my dad filling in a form out the back of Runners World or Athletics Weekly to get into the London Ballot and you had to post it. And I think, and maybe this is a bit old school, but I wonder if you went
0: back to <laughs> postal entries, That's whether a good... that
1: would expect people. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit of an effort there.
0: Do you know, Ben Nevis, I, maybe it's changed now, but you know the Ben Nevis Hill race? Yes. It's all postal entries and mm. you you can only, you, you, you've got to, obviously, you, I think you get it, you've got to uh, put, I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but all I know is you've got to post your entry to the certain you know, obviously to the race organizer and it's got to be there in a certain time if it's not then you're out but you've also got to have a stamp on it as well i think All right. <laughs> so you can't just go and deliver it you've got to like oh, okay. yeah, yeah. send it <laughs>
1: that's i mean that is one way because it, as you say it puts in expectations and effort i guess yeah. in 2019 it's maybe ridiculous to go back from internet one thing you could look at would be if you know, let's be honest, people enter with their SAL numbers, it would be really interesting to track people who enter races early and then either don't run it, and even if they transfer it to someone else, if you get serial offenders who are constantly entering races early and not running them, you get a, a ban, but it's like, right, that's it, you're, you don't get to enter races in the first week of entries, or something like that, to stop these, I mean, the number of people I see on social media, particularly on our face, on, you know, local Facebook groups, Oh, I've got a place going spare for the Fraser half, and you see the same people all the time, and they've obviously these races go live, and they enter
0: on a whim, never run them, and you think I, that's a bit like me in the Carnethy Five. <laughs> well, you say, yeah, mate, I've got, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, sorry, the race organisers, but hey, I've got a genuine excuse here.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, but I that, I'm sure out. everyone
0: else has, you know. There's, I'm sure there's various excuses, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when you think a, there's there's a potential that a race is going to be cancelled and, you know, your things, the, the week has, hasn't been the, a normal week, then you've got to try and, exactly. you've got to be selfish sometimes, you know, and put running, put your personal life ahead of running, you know.
1: So. You do, yeah. So anyway, what else have we got? Any, is that us on races? Results I think that's finished. it, yeah. I don't
0: yeah. think there's that much to talk about. Race race results. I mean, we might have missed a few things, but hey so this, yeah. we can't we can't we can't win them all, you know. We can't no, we can't, we can't uh, report them all. We'll be here all night. <laughs> it's, exactly a it. it's a, it's it is a Saturday. It's a Saturday now. Holy moly. Yeah, it's
1: getting dark behind you there.
0: <laughs> it's dark it's dark here already. I can't see your race numbers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh me get that get that light on get that purple light on <laughs> <Got it. laughs> right so we were going to chat about um reviews as well weren't we tom so we were i, I believe uh i believe you've started a wee a wee running boot club haven't you
1: well so actually let's we're going to give the shout out where it's due so shout out to our our, our friend our guest our physio james Krukshank, physio run himself who is you know said you know he gets he's a he's got a good presence on social media and there's a real interest in people in terms of running books so he's I mean James is his own thing about running but what we th- you know running books and he may look at how he lends them and whatnot but what we we thought well, let's let's get a few let's start talking about running books because people love to discover new books about running and and we will get we're hoping in the next few weeks to get James on to talk about um, one of his and maybe, or one of these he's read and maybe that can become a Some more regular, but anyway, I thought I'd kick it off because I've read a book, I've read a book recently, (laughs) and uh, yeah, so I've, and I thought just to give people, I'm not going to review it as such, but give people a heads up about this book, and I would recommend you read it if you're a running fan, so it's, uh, it's called Shoe Dog, and it's the, uh, it's autobiography of Phil Knight, it's a a bit
0: of a, it's a bit of a uh, recurring theme here about books, Finding Goby, the dog, and Shoe Dog,
1: yeah, of course, yeah, look at that, yeah. That's right. We're, so he is uh so Phil Knight is the, is the founder of Nike and okay, I'm a, I am aii am a self-confessed Nike fan, but it's a really interesting book about how Nike, about how Nike started and Nike as a, you know, tracks the, the rise of Nike from when it was, you know, he originally was selling, he was, he was a distributor for what were Asics Tigers shoes in the, in the States and through, he's a, he's a West Coast runner based in, in you know, a graduate of University of Oregon in Eugene, and it go it grows into from distributing those shoes to tinkering with them with the, the legendary Bill Bowerman as a as a, a sort of help and reference to eventually do making his own shoes and selling them under the umbrella of Nike so to go from Blue Ribbon sports to Nike and, and the growth of it and some of the people the sports guys involved in Nike you know prefontaine being one uh, McEnroe, you know it's a really interesting read about how what we I mean Nike which is an absolute Monster of a company these days and I know a lot of people are not fans of it for that reason But it was a startup company selling shoes in orange boxes out the back of his van And I found that really quite endearing And okay, I, I was in Oregon a couple of years ago and Fee and I visited the, the Nike campus and We went to Eugene and went to, um, you know, all the the, the famous running track And, and saw the, the town and it's Nike town and Nike is just an absolute It's enormous, it's monstrous but it's really quite interesting to read about how it started. So listeners, if you're looking for a running book over these cold winter nights, Shoe Dog, get involved. And if you want a copy and you live in the Aberdeen area, knock on my door and you can
0: borrow mine. (laughs) I'll be having a read of that. So uh, That's interesting. So definitely need to get a a hold of that. So reserve it for me if you can. I will do. That'll be brilliant.
1: So moving forward, so Book Club, if you've got any interest, running Book Club, if you've got any, any books that you... Would like to pass us your your uh, your review on. Send us a short note of of your feedback on it. Or if there's books you're thinking about reading and you want to hear about, let us know and we can put a shout out to see if any listeners have have read them. Because there are so many good running books out there. Cal mentioned Running Gobi. We talked about Running shoe Gobi. Dog here.
0: Finding Gobi. Finding yes,
1: yeah. Gobi. Sorry, thank you, pardon. Finding Gobi. So, which actually, there you go. We'll trade. I'll take your Finding Gobi and you can have my Shoe Dog. Look at that.
0: Hey, we've got a, a podcast. A food food plumb plumb. <laughs> But, <laughs> July, July. You know what's going to happen in July, though. I'm going to be book clubbing about baby books and buffaloes oh and all that kind of random stuff. Indeed. So yeah. Well, we have we go. Uh, we, in, on on that note as well. We've um, I've I've lined up uh, Adharan. Oh God. Sorry, sorry. I'm Adharan. How how do you spell? How do you pronounce his name?
1: It's not. It's not Adharan.
0: Yeah. Ad- <laughs> <laughs> i don't I mean, <laughs> step so, one that's it i need to i need to before we interview him we'll have to make sure we know how to say his name properly
1: yeah so yeah oh, he's. he's oh, he doesn't
0: listen to this <laughs> no nah, i hope not i don't think so he's been in a few podcasts actually but we've lined him up and um, just to chat about his experiences in in running Um he's got a few books out at the moment a couple of books out running with the kenyans is one of them there's recent book that's going to be has just been released is called running uh, the rise of the ultra runner, so he'll be chatting about that, and just his experience as a as a runner himself as well. So that'll be that'll be an interesting interview. Yeah, that's probably going to be in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So yeah, fingers very, crossed.
1: Nice, very that's, appropriate for you for the ultra runner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good, cool. So I was also gonna in I was also gonna do a a, a wee a wee brief on kit reviewing as well. So what we're gonna start to do is to review kits that. Myself and Tom wear um various kit from shoes to hats to gloves to jackets, trousers, tights, base layers, underwear, you name it. We're gonna review it hopefully. And hopefully it'll give you some banana guards. In, banana guards as well, whatever. Lube, butter, <laughs> all that kind of shite. There's so much stuff that you can review fueling as well, so I'm going to start off with um, one of the jackets that I've been wearing recently, so it's a Salomon Men's Bonatti Pro waterproof jacket, so the reason I want to chat about this jacket is it's been a lifesaver this week, firstly because it's been snowing, secondly because it's been raining, sleeting, it's been windy, um, it's, and it's also really, really light as well, so I thought I would review it and give you my honest opinion on it. Now, what I would say is the jacket itself, it's, um, it's only 190 grams. So it's really, really light. It's got a few great features on it. So it's a mo- motion fit feature, Tom. Ooh, nice. not, just, just so you know, guys, I've never reviewed anything on a podcast before. So here we <laughs> go. <laughs> this could be a disaster. But what I would say, it's, I really I really like the jacket. It's really, really light. Um, it's got a really good hood as well. So, it, you know, when you have like a running jacket, tends to bounce around and you can't mm-hmm. see yourself you, you know it ends up going over your over your eyes and yeah but this one's this one just sticks it's, it doesn't move at all Um, so you can see where you're going you can move around and you're not you're not moving your 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 face into into the hood itself you know you've been able to yeah. move around with it which is really good Um, it's got a really good pocket in the chest and um, and mostly it's waterproof as well it's really, really good in terms of I've been out in the rain, sleep, snow, and it's not given me one ounce of, of um, moisture. I say moisture, I've obviously been sweating in it. But in terms of the breathability of it as well, it's been really, really good. Um been doing a lot of tempo work in it. So it's probably gonna be the one of the, the jackets that I'll wear um for the UTMB, hopefully. Um just because it's light and you can also pack it you can also pack it as well, so the pocket and the chest. You can, yeah, just, you know, pack it up and stick it into in your, your running vest bag as well. So the fit as well is really good. It's meant to be, it's designed as a trail running jacket. Um, but, yeah, it's... So
1: here's know. a question for you. What makes it, why, what's the difference between a trail running jacket and a road running jacket?
0: Uh, good question, actually. I don't really know. I mean, I think it's, probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a, that's a really good question. Like, right... What, you know surely you would just wear that kind of jacket versus a, yeah a, i don't even know what a road running jacket is but not maybe, the run, maybe the run for uh, experts will tell us okay, exactly yeah. what it is but i mean maybe it's because you can pack it up and you can put it yeah in your bag so that's maybe one of the designs that you okay. you'd have for trail running whereas if you're road running the chances are you're not going to be running days on end on the road are you but,
1: True. um
0: but yeah i mean it's and- it's a really good fit as well and it's light as well so that's probably one of the reasons as well like when you're doing some of the the races on the hills or if you're you know doing any ultra races some of them you'll have a minimum kit requirement and mm-hmm. that'll be that you have to have a waterproof jacket um, and if and, and, but what i mean by that it's, it's got to have the the waterproof features but it also has to be taped seams as well and also a hood so the chances are that this kind of jacket will be designed for hill running, mountain running, trail running. Um, okay. And it'll it'll align with the standards that the you know, the race has set. So yeah, nice. so I think that's probably hopefully answers your question. Um,
1: so is it is it tell us about it, so is it a full length zip, quarter zip, half zip on the chest? It's
0: so a full full length zip.
1: Okay, cool, yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but pockets? yeah Pockets, you've got one pocket on the chest there, so it's Good enough to put a phone in, um. So I okay. just put my phone in there, get my, get my earphones in, and listen to T.R.S. Obviously, obviously, see how bad we sound. Um, in terms of the, yeah, the, the best thing about the jacket is just because so, it's so it's so light. I mean, yeah, I mean that's probably one of the reasons people are going to go for this jacket. It's only 190 grams. Uh, nice. So and, when, uh, when you're going for when you're looking to do races, you don't want to have a heavy waterproof jacket, but Mm. You also want something that's going to last you a while as well. Um, and what so, yeah. what, what colour is it? Does it look fabulous? Oh, oh, well, I, I've got a greeny type jacket, but I think the latest one, ah, God, I don't know what colour the latest one is. But yeah, my one's green, I believe. Dark green. Okay. It that looks, that looks pretty trendy on me. It's nice. the, the only downside, it hasn't got thumb holes. I love thumb holes in my jacket, Tom. Okay. It doesn't have that and it is quite hit your it. own. Ex- just yeah, get a, get,
1: a, get, just get a hole punch.
0: I could do. <laughs> I think I need more than a hole punch. Well, punch of a few holes.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. <laughs> That's a tiny hole that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the only thing is it's quite snug. So in terms of like putting, if you have like a a few base layers on, it might be a little bit tight for you. Um, but I've got the small one and it seems to be okay for me. Great. Right. But I just put a base layer on. I don't. I don't go for heavy you know lots of layers on but that'd be only only kind of uh negative about the jacket so can the, is the hood can you
1: tuck that Can the hood be a folded in or the hood is always it's always out
0: tuck, I, I believe you can tuck the, the hood in actually okay. yeah and what's the jacket called again salomon bernati pro waterproof jacket
1: salomon bernati pro okay cool yeah i need to have a look at
0: that Right, so that's my review done. Hopefully it's insightful. It could, if you didn't like it, then hey, we won't. But I think reviews are quite good because um, you know, we've been running for how many years combined now, Tom?
1: Well, I'm 10 years
0: now and you're, what, 20 plus? Right, so that's 34 years of, of running running kit that we've been using. So hopefully it's um, beneficial. But, Absolutely. I, there's that, but the reason I wanted to review a waterproof jacket is I have had a few waterproof jackets and some of them are horrendous. Like, the, you just, They're not beefable mm. at all. And, and sometimes you need to wear a waterproof jacket in the, the summer because of the rain. So this jacket, I think, covers all the types of seasons. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I would, yeah, definitely recommend uh, a, a jacket similar to, to the Salomon Benati Pro one.
1: I think jacket is something that if you're going to spend money on kit, jacket is worth doing. Because yeah. T-shirts... Okay, I, I tend to, in terms of order of magnitude and what I'm prepared to spend to get quality it's shoes, socks, shorts, uh, long sleeve, then t-shirt. But I don't really own a jacket. I've got a pretty crappy jacket. So jacket something, if I'm going to, I remember I, the jacket I took to the, uh, when was the last time I wore a jacket? Anyway, it was super sweaty on a long run last year and I think I need to do, I need something a bit more breathable. So I'm going to have a look at the, the Salmon Bonatti.
0: Yeah, what well, I would what well, would say, yeah, good point, Tom. Um, like, you know, they, they're they made they're meant they're meant especially Salomon they're meant to last. You know, they're not going to be just a year. You you, you should have this for for years and years. I mean, I, I've got another jacket, um, that I've had for you know the Gore one, and and I've had that for pff, God knows how so many years, and it's still decent enough. It's not a waterproof one, but it's a windproof one, and uh, mm. it still looks just as just as good, and it still does a job if I'm going out. Um, but it's not a race one this one is so that's the reason I'm I'm swayed towards this one so cool okay that's very
1: very good so yeah thank you Carl that's a, a very good uh very interesting so we move on to running news so in terms of local a bit of you know scotch and further on news first thing that comes to mind is uh this week it was announced that the Glasgow Women's 10k has been cancelled moving forward which is a bit of a shame because that was Formula, I think it was the great women's run which was uh, in 10k in Glasgow and um on one hand I thought oh, that's really sad we're losing a race obviously not well supported enough but then on the other hand I thought well to be honest I'm sure in Glasgow there are enough 10ks that are for everyone that women are you know you're not really losing opportunity to run and it made me we talked a little bit before you know we think about women's only races and and whatnot um but anyway, it's it's always sad to lose a race uh, a race from the fixture list. So um, if you had that on your mind to run, ladies who listen, I'm afraid it's no more. It's a shame. I think it's yeah. been
0: uh, it's been going on for 25 years now, and the uh, you know the sole reason the great the great run issued a statement um, that it was to encourage more women to. To run in Scotland, uh, to take part in support. the event was the first of its kind and has been successful in its goal. With more women than ever now taking part in similar events, mm. we want to take this opportunity to thank you for supporting the event and making it such a huge success. Um, obviously, the, you know, there's many other races on the the calendar now, which are perhaps a little bit more inclusive. And um, i I I don't know. I've always you know I've always found it a bit not strange, but um. You know why why you have women only races men only races, and like just can everyone not just run together all the time I don't know, yeah right, just.
1: yeah i I' don't, I did the years ago I did the men's health k in in Glasgow, and I guess that's raising money for you know um it was prostate cancer that one, and it's you know that's a men's only race I don't know i I really don't mind if I run with or without women in a race i would rather run in a mixed field if it means it's a bigger race to be honest yeah and not on the roads anyway
0: I, I do see why you know like obviously you know it's a women's only race it's probably going to encourage more women to participate because it's just a women's only race it's targeted to women not men um, and and yet yeah, it gives everyone a chance just to you know like-minded uh women running together and, mm. and but yeah, I mean, that's. I think it's in raising a lot of money for charity, and specific um, charities, maybe female charities, and, and the same with the men's. The men's tank, you know, a lot yeah. I think that was geared towards uh, testic- was it testicular cancer? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that um, was prostate cancer. Yeah. I can't so, remember. yeah. So maybe that you know when it's when it's a mass, you know, a combined event that. That target just gets maybe a little bit lost in there. So, but yeah, that's yeah, a bit of a shame. But plenty of other races and plenty of other races in, in Scotland to get your teeth into.
1: There are. And speaking of races, so out of the ashes of one race dying comes another. So we've actually this year that's the will be the first ever Hop Run, which is one that is definitely needs to be on our radar. The Saturday Hop run. Do, Saturday it's not June. That's the notes, Tom. Sorry, I'm I'm going off I'm going off piece there. So the Saturday saturday june 8th it's the organized by stuart brewing and uh so dirty events are the race organizers and it'll be held at um roslyn chapel so it'll be basically a 10k trail run finishing at the stuart brewing hq in uh just outside edinburgh so that will be really cool i'm sure there'll be beer at the finish in fact they're saying here that you know you will get a beer at the finish the first one on the will be on the organizers and a few other bits and pieces with some live music and whatnot at the finish so I'm going to re- we should look at the calendar. Obviously, it's going to be a busy time of year for you, but a Saturday 10k would be quite cool, and to have a to run at a brewery-backed run is exactly what we've been talking about. So, um, one uh, for our beer listeners to listen to look out for: Saturday, June eighth, the Hot uh, Run.
0: How much did you get paid for promoting this event, Tom?
1: Nothing. I'm a big fan of the Stewart's Brewing, but I am I have zero affiliation to this
0: race. Okay, to be clear. I, I'll let you off. Thirty pounds. 31st of May, 2019. There you go. But you get a beer, don't you? So that's good. That, that's
1: not when it is. <laughs> it's on the Saturday 8th of June. Oh, is it? I don't know what
0: you're reading about. Oh, sugar. The button, <laughs> what day is that? Oh, that's, sorry, that's the closing date. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: The, the date's the 8th of June. Sorry about but that. Yeah,
1: trail race, so and there we go. I've got, honestly, I've pulled it off the internet. I hope
0: you get a few beers for, for £30. That's that's all I'm saying. Well
1: yeah, okay, so that's a different that's a different subject. I I do agree with you on that one. That's quite excessive. You do get busted the start. It's a point to point apparently.
0: Ach, you could just run back, save your entries. Yeah,
1: that's true. Twenty K race. Maybe, 20K, well, maybe we should look at that. Anyway, so that was a that was a bit of news that I wanted to throw out there. What else have we got?
0: Eh uh, we well, are so Salomon's Skyline series, I see you've got that on the on the radar. Entries yeah, have opened. Did you say they've they've it's been sold out. I I read somewhere online that they were sold out. Um, Unless they are issuing like certain, um, you know, they they open up a certain number of tickets and then they close them again. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. So
1: I think I think no. Actually, I think I'm speaking ahead of time. They are. It looks like they're all yeah. open and not sold out yet. So yeah. So yeah, you've got the VK on the 20th of September. The Ben Nevis Ultra, which is 52k, uh, 4000 meter climb, on the 20th of September as well. 21st of September, it's the Ring of Steel, which is 29k, two and a half thousand meters of climb. And also on the 22nd of September, it's the Glencoe Skyline, which is 52k, four thousand seven hundred fifty meters of climbing. Ucha.
0: Well, that's a that's a fair fair whack, that isn't it? Indeed. Geez, oh. um, so though. In. So another thing that's been on the that's been on the news, Tom, is that a runner killed a lion. right did you hear about Tom, this i didn't hear about this no Tom, where have you been it's been all over the news it's been on bbc and everything has it It was like one of the top 10 news the most read stories in in the uk
1: <laughs> right give me the i'm um, giving the lowdown then I, I
0: don't i don't know too much about it but all, all i know is um <laughs> some some colorado runner from colorado obviously it's not in the uk um so yeah this mountain lion tried to maul a Colorado runner uh, last week on, I think it was Monday. Um, and uh, and yeah, he ended up suffocating the, killing the lion with his, oh, here we go, I've got the news out of you. Yeah, I've, I've got it up as well. <laughs> so yeah, all right where were we? jeez oh.
1: So A, um, it's a mountain lion, which so looks more a, like a cat than a it's lion. It's like a cougar. Yeah.
0: It's a cougar.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, he ended up suffocating the lion and and uh, he ended up going, going back to the reporting it, and obviously the lion died. But, yeah, the lion was, you know, I think some mountain lions can be known as being fairly cannibalistic as well. So, uh, yes, obviously maybe it was a it was a hungry lion, but, uh, yeah, he ended up, the, the man actually got bitten on the face and the wrist before he managed to pick up a rock and slam the animal in the head.
1: So he wait, then I jumped
0: don't... on the animal's back and choked it yeah. to death with his hands, arms, and feet. Oof, that's a uh... imagine imagine going on, imagine going out for a wee run and this lion tries to kill you. Um, he got a few injuries as a result of it: uh, a facial bite, mm-hmm. man, lacerations man. to his body. So, yeah, I think he's meant expected to make a full recovery, which is which is good. So that's
1: crazy.
0: Look at that, eh? It's been all over the news, Tom. You, wow, but I'm then you have been offshore, and I'm sure there isn't much, much happening off there in terms of social media and news and stuff. But um, <laughs> so th- this brings me on to my next question, right? So what is the scariest thing that you've seen on a run?
1: So it's, it's not really scary, but we've on a, as a club we organise these head torch runs in a, on a, in the evenings up at, up in the woods up at Hazelhead and County Wells, and. Uh, which are woods just outside Aberdeen and I haven't been on one in a while but I remember a few years ago running and we were out with the head torches and we got into the middle of the woods and there was a bloke stood there in the middle of the woods in the dark without a light in a long coat just stood there and I was just thinking that is weird what is he doing out here I'm sure to be fair he probably had good reason he was probably out there with a a dog or something we couldn't see but all I was thinking is this guy's definitely just killed someone there's a body lying (laughs) somewhere around here Really,
0: really bizarre.
1: That's probably I would say that's the probably the it's maybe not scary but weird. That, that was very weird. How about you?
0: <sighs> uh, good question. Probably the, the, the scariest thing for me was um I was doing mile reps about a year and a half ago now. So I was as I was doing mile reps, I saw this eighty-year-old sitting just having a a shite in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you say eighty or eight? I don't know. She was about eighty. Seventy-eight oh, years old, just having a good old.
1: Maybe uh, she, I don't know if it was a crap. She might have been I was gonna say, how do you know it
0: was two rather her? than one? Well, she had a she had a treasure standing and she was squatting in the in oh. the bushes. As I was running past her, I didn't stop. Her, I just kept running, but that's that freaked me out. No,
1: no doubt. That's pretty. Yeah, that that's pretty horrendous.
0: And I did have some. There was something else that was uh, pretty. Scary. Oh yeah, it was. Um, I got attacked by a buzzard. Um, you know, what as well. Ah, yeah, you know, I've heard good a good few result. people have had that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> about three years ago now, and uh, yeah, I ended up. I I had my I had my ear. In fact, I've been attacked by a buzzard twice. But the first, the first time, the first time was the scariest. Even though it didn't attack me, I heard it. I never had earphones in, um, and it. I had to like, as I was running, I start. I had my heart rate monitor, which is quite good, and it was like 100. I was running about 130, 140 beats per minute. I heard this buzzard coming down, and it started swooping on me, and I had nowhere to go. I was in an open an open area. So I was like, what do I do? Do I just, like, stop and pretend that I'm big, or do I just keep running fast? I didn't know what to do. So I ended up running, and as it was swooping down, I, like, in unison, like, sat, like dipped down as well so it wouldn't hit me. Um, but I ended up getting away. It didn't attack me. But the, the other time was when I was going, oh, uh, where is it? You know where the uh, yeah near Kirkhill whatsoever woods tire bagger tire bagger yes. woods. I was yeah. running along there. I had my earphones in, and I thought somebody, somebody was hiding behind a tree, and they slapped me in the head, the back of my head, and I was like, who the hell was that? So I was like, who the fuck was that? And then I was like, looked up, and there was a buzzard, and then I touched oh. the back of my 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 head, and there was blood. And oh no. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have, I didn't need stitches or anything, but. Uh, it was yeah it was a bit of a, a wake-up call Um but a good old man rob taylor he's he he ended up yeah hi chairman yeah, buzz- of
1: metro Aberdeen yeah he got really nasty cut up by a buzzard a few years ago yeah.
0: so anyway guys it's coming up to that season the buzzards are starting to to, to lay their eggs and um, so yeah watch watch yourselves folks this is a you know in a couple of months times the, the time that they're going to be yeah starting to to get a bit a bit angry so yeah watch out watch out folks make sure that you've got again another tip for you is again make sure that if you're in the woods with these buzzards only have one one headphones in one one earphone in at the time Mm. or wear a helmet wear a helmet (laughs) or look around just open your eyes (laughs) oh god so anyway, that's right. uh, that's the scariest runs, eh?
1: That is, that is scary. So moving on, to other news. So Laura Muir has been has been back in action this weekend, and she's only gone and broken the 800 meter Scottish indoor record, which I believe was hers anyway. One fifty nine, wasn't it? One fifty nine. So she was running in Poland, and yeah, she ran one fifty nine fifty, and uh, yeah, that's really good sign of, for her ahead of the 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 indoors that are coming up in Glasgow fairly soon.
0: Ah, that's pretty good, pretty impressive as well. I like that. Yeah, eight hundred meters isn't really her her main event at the moment. But for no, uh, it just run a one fifty nine, just shows you the the you know the 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 range of distances right. that she can do eight hundred so to five k.
1: So to put that into context, Jenny Meadows still has the British indoor record, which is at one fifty eight four. So Laura one fifty nine five is the second outside of that, but. Yeah, really really as you say, great to see that sort of range from from Lauren. She's another record under her belt.
0: Definitely, Tom.
1: Okay. What is that? Because it's the British Indoor Champs this weekend, which is the trials for the world indoors, which are sorry, the European Indoors.
0: It's the world indoors, isn't it? The world indoors.
1: Yes, World Indoors Champs are being held in Glasgow this year. No, I'm sorry, I'm talking rubbish. It's European. Sorry, I'm talking absolute rubbish. It's European Indoors are being held in Glasgow. And my question to you was when is it going to be held? But I've got it in front of me. It's the 1st to 3rd of March. So that's in about two weeks' time. So we'll see. Next week, we'll maybe talk a bit about the results of the British Trials to see if any Scots make it. We talked previously, I mean, Laura, obviously, we would expect her to, to feature. We'd love to see Saul Sweeney get a spot. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll recap with Gemma Rieke as well, so we can yeah, pick
0: up on I that think next week. I Lindsay, Lindsay Sharp as well got got the qualifier as well. Okay, recently. very good. Sub to 203, I believe, for the 800 metres. So she ran 202, so just inside, which is good. I'm sure she can go a lot faster than that. So be good to get sure. all the Scots in there. But, yeah, I think Sol Sweeney will do pretty well. Another uh, notable result, I know he's not Scottish, but Mark Scott ran a five k indoors. I saw that, yeah. That's very good. Shifting that, like so you'll be, uh, will be on the spot for the three k, I believe. But yeah,
1: he was inside the standard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, pretty, pretty good results there.
1: Mhm. Right. Other news. Other the last bit of news we had it was it was Busa or Bucks as it's called last weekend, and we had, Mar McLennan taking a bronze there. So good to see a Scottish, Scottish runner featuring well at the at the uh, British University Champs.
0: And as well, Mary's been on the show, so have a good, have a listen to that, it's in one of the earlier episodes, probably yes. episode number 20-ish. Yes, yeah, something like that, early on. Late teens, early 20 episodes, so have a good read of that, but a bronze and the, the BUSA, you know, not BUSA, that was back in our day. Yeah, BUSA, Bucks. It's Bucks now, isn't it? So B- Bucks is the British University Championships for cross-country, so. Yeah, it's usually a, a stacked field. Um, lots of mm. runners. I think it's that big an event that they've got an A and a B race with it, a long and a short course. Um, yes. So yeah, I would definitely recommend looking at the results for that. And any of you students out there, if you want a good race, get along to your your Bucks cross country. Mm,
1: it's great crack, and always. I mean, I say always. I only I only ran it once. I went ran it when it was in Cardiff. Uh, no, sorry, you run Swansea. It, you run it Swansea. For
0: the, you run it for the night out, don't you?
1: Yeah, I was there for the night out. <laughs> I was running in the I was running in the B race, so <laughs> I was on a coach all the way to Swansea, running just really to go out on the lash afterwards. So that was those are the days, eh? Uh, were, days. Back Uni in the running day. Yeah, days.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Geez, oh. Many a story, Tom.
1: Yeah. Oh. Were you at that did you run at the Swansea? I, I was there, anyway? yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there yeah. as
0: well. I was, yeah. We, we were might, might have had a little mick jagger sh- a couple a couple <laughs> of moves, yeah.
1: You would have been in the A racer, that's the difference. We wouldn't have raced each because you were
0: you were good. We didn't, we didn't have a big yeah, I don't I don't in times for the A and the B race so I, I we just yeah, didn't have a big enough time. We just didn't have a big enough team. Okay. I had to go that well, yeah, race. Yeah.
1: I think it's six is it six six for the A the a race? Six from each club. Six of the league, each yeah, yeah. yeah. We only had we about,
0: always... about four people. In fact, do you know it <laughs> was our team? Callum McKenzie. He was he was oh, okay. that was back team. when he, that was back when he was slow oh right okay a slower slow, <laughs> so, yeah
1: still still decent
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh yeah other than that tom i think uh we i, I started writing a, a few ver- verbal comments about running rants Um okay. so one of the ones and now uh, again i've i've written a few i might i might have got them from the internet but this one isn't from the internet tom when a person you're running with doesn't stop talking and you feel that you might die responding to them. So, this is Debbie's running, rat. So, okay. I'm going out for a run. I'm chatting away. Debbie's breathing out her ass. <laughs> like that, that, I suppose that can be annoying. Yeah. Like, what, what about you? Uh, like So, well, you're going to go out for a run with Fiona, right? Now, Fiona's just smashed out a sub-six-minute 40-miler or something like that. Now you yeah. can't even run six minute miles for for From for a mile away. yeah maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh, but wow, so Fiona's gonna chat away to you like it's just an easy run you're gonna be breathing out your ass. is that not annoying uh,
1: yeah I think it's yeah it's, I think it's it's probably more disrespectful when you've got folk who are oh let's go out for an easy run. And they're pushing on a pace that's not easy. I think you need to. People need to maybe be aware that when they're going out running with someone. And I've I've done that at work a couple of times. We've a few of us have said like, oh yeah, anyone who wants to come out for a l- easy run at lunch with a few runners who go out, and just join us. And someone says, oh is it easy? I'm like, yeah, it's easy, it's easy. And they're a new runner, and they come out with with a group of guys who are all you know well under 40 minute 10k runners. And this is a new runner who come out with us, and instantly we're running like 7:30s, which is easy for us, and that's not easy for them, and that's. Uh, I've always felt quite bad about that
0: because that's really, you know... To be honest, though, like, it is what it is. I mean, you you, you know, you've got your own... You've got to be selfish sometimes. You've got to just do your own pace. Yeah,
1: but if you go for an easy run, I get it if you're doing a session, but if you're going out for an easy run, what's the difference between... If I go for an easy run, to be honest, between seven and eight-minute miling, it doesn't really make much of a difference. It's just an easy recovery run.
0: But if you're having to run with somebody who's doing a 10-minute, I'm not saying...
1: That is annoying. But that's annoying for me because I'm like, I don't want to run... A ten-minute miling, yeah. equally, someone who runs a five-minute miling is not going to want to run at sevens with me.
0: But that might be annoying for them as well, because you're chatting away like it's easy, yeah. and you've you've. It might be your fault that you're running with them because you said I'll run with you, and you're like running. Well, there the, you. I agree
1: with that. So I I find it annoying when someone who is much 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 slower than me, and again, you as you say, if someone was much much faster than me and I would join them would annoy them, so I find it annoying when someone says, oh, do you mind if I join you for your run today, because I run every Monday at lunch, and as I say, I'm happy to go for a run at a relatively easy pace in a range, but yeah, if someone's like, oh yeah, nine ten minute miling, that is annoying, because I'm like, how do I say to them, sorry, (laughs) no, you can't come with (laughs) me, because, no, sorry, because if I'm going to do 6 miles at 7 minute miling, I'm out for 42 minutes, (laughs) and a shower, and lunch is squeezing in in the hour, if I've got to do 10 minute miling, That's an hour. Like, I don't have time for that. So if I'm going to run that slow with them, exactly. So if I've got to run that slow with them, I'm only getting four miles in. So that is annoying. I'm I'm turning this on. It's annoying for me as the faster (laughs) runner. So actually, the rant was coming from the other side of it, but I find that more
0: annoying. I I totally agree with you, Todd. I I completely agree. Now, what I would say is, so how can you, if you have to run with that person, how can you make it easier for both them and you? you? Just
1: do all the talking.
0: Do all the talking. yeah. yeah. <laughs> or what you could do is you could look, I'll run with you, but I'm going to run ahead and then I'll come back for you.
1: Yeah, but then the, you basically will come back, tag them, and run off again.
0: Or you run behind them and then you chase them. <laughs> I, think there's,
1: I think, unless you're prepared to slow down to them, their pace, there's no solution.
0: Or but you the could, range for new run...
1: Debbie's not that big.
0: No, no, I'm not saying no. I, I, I mean, obviously, you know, she's, she's pregnant now and she's mm. going to you know i hope you know obviously she'll put on weight and she'll get a little bit slower so she's gonna have to like you know she does she might not want to run with me as much and she'll get annoyed because i'm like oh this is really easy and she's breathing out her ass and um but I, oh, yeah but uh,
1: well, what you could do is i guess the solution is as you say maybe do like two or three miles with the slower runner and then you the agreement is right i'm I'm doing a, I'm about to do six miles, so I'll do two or three with you, then I'll move on to my own pace. so you're getting maybe two minutes slower than you what you want to do, and then you progress to your own sort of easy pace. It's a natural progression rather than just running the whole run with them.
0: No, that makes sense, or you could just like you know run run in a diagonal line with them
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, or you yes. could
0: just you know run on the spot knees up higher yeah emphasize yeah i don't know
1: i think there's a there's a it depends on the. i would say it depends on the gap if someone if you take two runners if they're easy because pa- an easy pace pace is let's be honest is about is quite a big range you know so let's say it's a minute range i think if someone is more than is two minute 90 seconds or two minutes more slower than you per mile at an easy pace i think that gap is yeah not gonna work
0: i yeah. i agree what about faster stuff then? So if you're running with somebody who's maybe a minute or two minutes slower, what would you do? I would say sorry,
1: yeah, and I would not be offended. Say you and I were going out for a run and you said we we're doing a tempo, and you said to me, I would have no problem with you shooting off. I wouldn't be offended in the slightest, because you know I know that I'm not, we're not going to run the same sort of pace. But e- equally, yeah,
0: e- equally can still do the session together. You know, if you yeah. say right, right, Tom, but let's obviously me and you are the, the same pace, but maybe not now, like, I wouldn't want to run wow, with the speed you're at just now, but me, Fiona, for example, me and Fiona will go out, we'll do eight by a mile, or or let's say, well, actually, no, let's, let's not say Fiona, let's say someone who's, like, really, really, really slow, really slow, like a 10-minute mile, and <laughs> okay. me. Now, you would do eight by a mile, but what you could do is you could just do it, you know, out and back, so you could do it on but, the prom, for example, and their mile might just be the so i'm going to do a mile and say five and a half minutes they're going to run for five and a half minutes yeah and then you, you finish at the same time
1: so yeah then you're probably better for a session like that it's like five minute on yeah a run like that what i think is quite good is if i like when you do reps like um say if you and i were running 800 meters together and you're going to be i don't know 10 20 whatever seconds quicker than me on the rep you could say right we're going to do five by 800 off five minutes so your recovery is slightly longer than mine by a not much, but at least we're starting we'd be starting each rep together so say we run the rep and I don't know say you run I don't know, you run 800 in like 210 220 uh, like
0: that behavior <laughs> so say, say, say
1: you run say you run 230 and I run a 240 in a rep I don't know I've pulled numbers that there here then you would have 230 to recover and I would have 220 but that's you know what I mean it's all within the same so at least we're starting the session together. If you're doing five, I think it gets to a point though when people are so far apart, it's just not going to work.
0: No, I agree, and I, I think, but it, it can work depending on what you're doing. So, I mean, it's probably relevant for a lot of listeners because they probably do have people that they run with and they would like to run with, and but it's working out mm-hmm. ways that you can run together. But you're not going to be able to if you all if you run with that person who's significantly slower all the time every day, someone's going to be held back.
1: Yeah. The other way to do it is is in terms of yeah is to do the session like say you're doing running with a slow runner you're doing six by a mile, and you're running let's say easy numbers you're doing six minute miling. so six but you're doing thirty six minutes of effort and they're doing ten minute miling. then they do three or four reps so actually you're getting the same amount of volume in terms of time, but you're uh, so the, end, the the whole session takes the same time you're both running hard on the same sort of loop you finish you start at the same time you finish the whole session at the same time, you can ever have a nice little cooldown together.
0: Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I like it. Well, so hopefully we solve, solved the rant. Exactly. Yeah, solved the rant. We've we've given everyone a solution.
1: Absolutely. Well, I'm looking at the list. Let's we'll pick one more of the list of your rants you like, and I'm going to pick for you to talk about. Yeah, I like this one. Porta potties at races. WTF is it all about the queues? Is it about all the queues?
0: I'm not being funny, but every single race I go to, there's a massive queue for porta potties. Do you time. think they have?
1: Do you think they have enough? Now I know it's generally. difficult
0: because it is an ex- expenditure in, in race organising, but like there's nothing worse than having a queue for uh, being a massive queue to go to the potter potty because yeah. there's only three potter potties and there's 400 runners. Like, come on, guys! Like race organizing, you you're gonna have to dig 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 into your pockets a bit more. Cause you like, don't you don't want to pollute the the woods the the, the beautiful woods that,
1: <laughs> too many poos.
0: Yeah. exactly you don't want to be doing that
1: I like it when they have so the great Scottish is a good example of this where they have toilets in the pen that you're in so for example when you go in the white bib pen which is your faster club runner or you go in your yellow pen which is the next one or pink or blue or orange whatever going back there's pet there's toilets for that pen so at least you're not sharing pens with people who are starting you know, 20 minutes before or after you. So it kind of, I think that also it distributes the the queuing a bit more. Um, the other thing in terms of rant, what really pisses me off is it's like 20 minutes for a race. You're queuing to go for a crap, and there's some there's two boys. say the queues like four deep, and there's like two people in the queue who are clearly spectators. I'm like you're not on a time you're not on a time frame here. You know, I'm I'm literally on a time frame. I'm a ticking bomb. Get out of my way. <laughs> ticking bomb. And if someone is if someone has stood there and they're clearly you know I remember at Baker Hughes a couple of years ago some boy in his stood there in his barber jacket clearly just wait looked like he was off shooting <laughs> certainly not running and they like, get out of the way this is not for you
0: incoming bomb. Oh,
1: <laughs> the other thing that pisses me off is right I remember I was up at the on the same note we were doing the Ethan challenge a few years ago and that sports center there there's one cubicle for the men oh, and I was queuing and it was getting like 10 to minutes to the start, 8 minutes to start. And in the end, I was like chapped on the door. This boy had been there for about 12, 13, 14 minutes. Oh, he no. comes out and he was holding a newspaper. Oh, I'm like, no. right, this is not the time to be reading the paper. In, out, that's it. Shake it all about. That's all you <laughs> need to be doing. It's the hokey pokey, you know, not Sunday reading the paper.
0: What you've got to do is with these races, you've got to be ready to go. Like when you go to the race, you kind of have to almost have done it before you get to the race. Yeah. And then whatever happens after that happens. But like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's whatever's (laughs) remaining. You get that out and then you're ready to rock, you know. But what I I would say is, uh, again, a similar rant. People running out of paper, running out of toilet paper.
1: Oh, carry happened your own, so mate. many times. It does.
0: What the fuck? Like, like imagine, like I've done. It's happened to me once, and there's been nothing. Like the, even, you know, the the cardboard, the the cardboard that holds the toilet roll together.
1: Yes. That's oh, gone. Oh no, that. Like, so that's yeah, I see that as nothing. well. Who's
0: who's that desperate? They're wiping their ass with the cardboard. I've. It's happened. It's, I'm sure many people can relate to this. If there's nothing left. You're not going to oh, nothing, are you?
1: That's why. What well, to a? to carry my own. Carry your own, or that's what a buff's for.
0: Carry oh, your buff. Yeah, a buff. A buff is for. Well, we did mention that's one of the the many uses of a buff. But oh, oh God, is... like come on, race organizers, make but sure you that can, it's adequate toilet facilities, so that yeah, you, can, <laughs> you can have a happy a happy experience and you can you can feel, you can get to that line feeling fresh.
1: Yeah. It's and I, I always I've it's never happened to me so far. Touch wood, but there must be so many people who are who miss the start of a race because they're queuing
0: Ah, wow. well, hey, there must be. Paul, well, sorry, does that happen? <laughs> I think you was just late. I think we're well. That's uh no, That's what happened that's, to me, wasn't it? In that race, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting in the toilet. <laughs> that was my fault for not checking the time. But oh well, what can you do? Uh, it's,
1: it's not good. I you know, but just to go back on, I am amazed at some people's lack of urgency. I mean, yeah. if you if you need to, that is, because I'm thinking, I'm stressing out, because I'm fine It's not even about lack of, the of
0: urgency, it's about lack of empathy. No, but
1: if you're, right, so you're, say I'm too deep in the toilet queue, and there's, the guy in front of me goes in, now, it should be, he should be in and out there in 40 seconds, five minutes before the race, there's no reason, because he's also five minutes before the race, is he not under, pre- he should be under time pressure, yeah. so when he's in for more than two minutes, I'm thinking, mate, what are you doing, you've got a race to go to. You know, beyond him, yeah. I've got a race to go to. <laughs> so, Here's a question for you. How close to the start of a race would it need to get before you'll say, sod this, I'm going to the race? <laughs> it, it's your last... Uh, I, it's just, well, it's just, say it's just a safety poo. It's your last one, just safety. in case.
0: <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, yeah, it depends how far the, the race start is, isn't it? Like, I'll, so get, you, there. The I'll get there, there right a the minute start. before, as long as I get there in okay. time, I don't care. But right, what okay, I will fair. say is, um, you know, if, if you miss it, you just do it on the line. You just do it on the line, mate.
1: So, what I've started doing at race at marathons is I take a, a bottle of water with me into the pen. So, because you get to the pen quite early, and then, uh, I always like to pee not that far before the race. And um, anyway, so I did it in Chicago, did it in London, did it in Frankfurt. Bottle of water in the pen, empty it. Bear in mind, it's packed like sardines. People are side of you. Short, <laughs> shortest, pull the shortest out. Tom Jr into the bottle we've
0: talked this before <laughs> throw it and it's, you don't you throw know, it at the back do you? I've
1: thrown it over the side and you just pray that the lid's on tight enough that it's not like some you know
0: like Dean <laughs> the bark style
1: Molotov Molotov cocktail bombing the the poor spectators but that has to be done but I think that's a better way to do it than people who are I remember the Great North Run a couple of years ago people just like a load of people stood right next to you in the pen I'm like I feel like a splash in my leg Turn turned around some guys just stood there Johnson
0: in Hand peeing. Like, that's that's okay. Like I, I don't. Well, I, as long as the it's problem, yeah, discreet, but, you've got to be like like I mentioned about the Chicago Marathon. The late the girls, they got their their little uh their 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 five or six girls round this girl, and you just crouched, let her yeah. crouch, crouch down and, yeah. and let her rip, you know.
1: The, I guess the thing is, if it's it, yeah. Remember, we're drifting way off into some pretty t- solid toilet humor, here, but yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's a difficult one, and I'm, I I would never judge someone for peeing in the start pen because if you've got to go, you've got to go. Yeah, there's nothing. He's nothing there's nothing worse you can
0: do running when you need to go. You know, yeah. But yeah, I mean, hey, we've all been there, and it's
1: one of one of the guys at Metro. I've been, um, in fact, I'm not naming him, but he's a. Oh, you've he's told me a, story. <laughs> he so he he swears by in the last sort of 10k of a marathon onwards. He says if he needs to go. He goes. He just grabs a bottle of water, pours it over himself. He says, "Black shorts, no one can tell." <laughs> and I'm, I, I, I'm, I've never been in that situation, fortunately. But if you're on for a time, I think you would have to. You would,
0: right? If you're getting a two thirty, right? If you, right, you're gonna sub two thirty. The only thing for you to get that is for you to shit yourself. Would you? Or would you not? Oh,
1: so no, I wouldn't do that. I'd pee oh, myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't poo myself, even if it's just a little bit. No, nah, nah. no, I, I don't think I could do that while running. Honestly, I think, I think I would. I, I,
0: yeah, I, think, I, I think it. it, it if it's coming,
1: know. actually, there's not, sometimes if it's happening, not much you can do about it. It's like Brexit. If,
0: if somebody say, if somebody said to me sub two twenty, shit yourself, for a sub two twenty, I definitely would shit myself. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I might be known yeah. as a man. Oh, who, I would do it. I might I would never be it. known as a man who broke sub two twenty. I'd be the man who known, who's known. who is known as the guy who shot himself. I mean, yeah, I would do I it. I don't care. Of I course I, I would I do it. it would. I just
1: don't think, I just don't think, I'm just, I don't know if I could. Like, you know you need to push that out.
0: But not, it depends what kind of Yeah, true,
1: actually. Yeah.
0: I mean, the chances are it's not going to be solid by the time you've run to mile or so. It's going to
1: be, it's going to be a combination of yeah. je- gels, and, gels and, and porridge.
0: sports drinks. Lovely. Yeah. Anyway. anyway uh, yeah, this, that, sorry, this has this, gone pretty, pos- pretty, pretty down petty. the drain, drain pipe. We, Okay. Grand.
1: Anyway, that's uh. So yeah, thank you, Kyle, for those running rants. No we've problem. actually got we've got a couple of in inbox, so we'll we'll save them maybe for next week. But um, yeah, some pretty good ones coming up. I
0: think that sounds good. So I think we should wrap it up. We've got our wives who are waiting for us on a Saturday night, and we're they are, yeah. we're too busy entertaining the listeners. Um exactly. So let's go and entertain the rest of the evening, and uh, we will we will catch up next week, and hopefully we'll have an interview for you next week.
1: Yes. Yes. Very good. Right, well, have a good week, Kyle. Have a good,
0: good week, listeners. Yeah, and like I mentioned, as always, feel free to rate us on Tartan and iTunes or SoundCloud mm-hmm. or Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Um, the, the more likes we get, the better it is, the better content we can give everyone as well. The more the more chance of amazing interview, interviewers, interviewees coming along on, on the show. So you can get us on Tartan Running Shorts at gmail.com if you want to email us. We've also got a new website, www.tartanrunningshorts.com Facebook at Tartan Running Shorts and our Twitter handle is at Tartan Shorts. So there you go, folks. Right. right. Well, have a great week of running and we will see, speak to you guys next week at some point. Bye. Bye.